Hello, and welcome to Outnumbered the Podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bonnie. We are experienced moms to a combined total of 19 children. In our weekly episodes, we explore relatable topics using our perspectives of humor and chaos. Tune in for advice and encouragement to gain more joy in your parenting journey. Hey friends, today's episode is sponsored by Let's Make Art, our favorite new website for doing all the artistic things. This is such an amazing website. Bonnie and I have just spent about hmm, half an hour going through everything they have from their subscription boxes to their tutorials and their shop. Yes, I cannot wait to take a look at some of these tutorials. They include things like art journaling, beautiful, watercolor, lettering, an entire section for kids projects, and then additional special projects like holiday themed art. Okay, so I'm looking at this watercolor subscription box right now. It is so gorgeous. It comes with four watercolor projects, the tutorial videos to go along with them, watercolor paint, paper, outlines, graphite paper, basically everything you need except brushes. And the reason the brushes don't come in it is because everybody needs a brushes just for themselves. Yes, totally. Especially if you have little kids around, they're going to be stealing your supplies. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to drop a link to... Let's make art in our show notes. So be sure to check them out. And we have a discount code for 20% off so you can get this amazing content for even less. Be sure to check out Let's Make Art today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're talking about something so fun and exciting that everybody loves, and that is birthdays. Do you still love having a birthday, Audrey? Are you past that now? Uh, I'm too old to love having a birthday. I might not uh, blast from the rooftop just how old I am, but I, I still enjoy having my birthday because I think it's an exceptional excuse to do whatever the heck you want when normally you have to do what all these little people want you to do. So I'm always like planning all kinds of fun things for my birthday because nobody can argue. Hey, should you be doing that? Yes, I should. It's my birthday. I can do whatever I want. So uh, I've weirdly gotten to the age where I try to sneak up on my birthday without saying anything so that my kids yeah, yeah, yeah. forget. And then... You know, my kids are too old to forget, so it never works anymore, but I try. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about specifically tips for kids' birthdays, for key, tips for keeping them manageable um, while still making them special, right? We still want them to have a special day. So I just want to share something that's going on around my house. The bulk of our family's birthdays are in the summer, June and July, um, but we do have a handful here coming up in February and March and April. Um, and the, my two-year-old is turning three in April. So his is towards the end of this first, first group of birthdays, but somebody brought up to him that his birthday was coming up and that he was going to turn three and he was going to have a party. And now every day, at least four or five times a day, he asks me when we're going to the party. I'm like, Oh son, this is so fun. Yet. (laughs) Can we talk about something else? Wakes up in the morning. "Uh, We go to the party now. You taking me to the party? Um, no, not yet. <laughs> Goes to bed. And after my nap, a party? I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe for dinner this week, my husband's out of town. Maybe we'll just say, it's party night and we'll make a cake or something <laughs> so the kid can stop talking about the darn party. Because by the time April rolls around, it's going to be two months away and he's going to be just heartbroken that it's taken so darn long. But it's, it's super cute when they love talking about their parties. <laughs> that is adorable. I remember my daughter last year. She was turning four and she everybody would ask her how old are you going to be on your birthday and she would say I'm going to be six (laughs) 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 because 
was her next brother up was six at the time. And we were yeah. like, no, actually, you're going to be four. No, I'm going to be six because the next one up is six. That's right. You just skip to what the next sibling is for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. Well, and he, I, I have sent a couple of kids to preschool. We homeschool, but a couple of my kids have gone to preschool just for fun. And often because my three or four year olds drive me crazy. So I'm like, don't you want to go to somebody else's house to play for a couple hours? So he's going to be going to the same preschool his older sister is going to, but obviously not until August. And so he's turning three and everyone's telling him that when he turns three, he can go to preschool. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> stop. April to August is a long time. He's going to have a real hard time when it's He's three and he is not yet going to preschool. So let's tone that down a little bit. Talk about it later. <laughs> hmm. uh, okay. So who doesn't love birthdays? Let's be honest. Fun to celebrate. Fun to celebrate each other, yourselves. Um, I felt like I got lucky because I was raised in a household where my mom worked really hard to make them special. Sometimes at the expense of her own sanity, which we don't recommend, but she did such a great job of making that just like the day that that child got to shine. And so I try to do similar, although I'm not, not quite as hardcore as she was. Yeah, I didn't grow up with quite as big of an emphasis on birthdays. It was a special day for us and we got gifts, but my mom had four children and um, they decided it was their um, thing that they were going to, each child got one party in their, in their years at home. And so they could invite over all the people they want in one big, one big thing. And the rest of the years, it was just a family celebration. And so I didn't quite grow up with the same emphasis on birthdays, although, you know, having four siblings, there was four times when there was a great big party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, um, yeah, I, m some of my thoughts are a little bit different on birthdays, especially some of my thoughts are geared more toward large families with birthdays. So large families, it can be daunting. It can grow out of hand if you have um, nine or 10 kids like Bonnie and I, and you are thinking of all these birthdays, especially if a lot of the birthdays fall at the same time of the year, or if they fall um, near a holiday or something like that, it you know financially it can get kind of uh, kind of daunting, kind of expensive. And then another thing you know um, that I think I have been thinking about birthdays is you know we did a recent episode on entitlement, and if you give a kid you know just because it's their birthday they get this huge party and they get all these gifts and they get all this you know blah blah blah, it can be the beginning of sowing some seeds of entitlement if it's not managed. So like you know if you give one child say you know something on their birthday, then the next child if they've if there's kind of this. Mm, seeds of entitlement that are being sown. They're like, oh, cool. On my birthday, I'm going to get, you know, whatever too. And that might not be an, an age appropriate or a financially appropriate or whatever. So I kind of have a little bit more reserved thoughts on some birthday things, not because it's not a special time, but also it's just the day you were born on. <laughs> right. Right. And let's be honest, if anything, the person who should be getting the party is us. Exactly. It's really Audrey and I that should be getting nine yeah. parties a year. Yeah. Uh, all the cake. <laughs> it's probably good that we don't, but um, yeah, you bring up some really, really good points for sure. And in our society, we have grown to just kind of expect to celebrate. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the celebration. What we're, what we're concerned about is, is like you said, the, the entitlement, the, oh, this is your special day just because... We feel like throwing things at you. And what does that really teach, right? It reminds me of, did we talk about this in Entitlement? The scene in Harry Potter, in the Harry Potter books and movie mm -mm. where um, <laughs> Harry's uh, spoiled and corpulent cousin is having a birthday and he counts his presents and says, 33 presents? I had 34 last year. 
or something along those lines. And his mom says, oh, don't worry, dear. We'll run out and buy you another three or something. You know, we always joke about that. So when my kids like to start to get a little bit of that entitlement, I say, oh, is, was it only 33 presents this year? And they're like, oh, okay, mom. Right. <laughs> That's awful cute. Okay. So if you still want to make your birthday special for your kids, but you don't want things to get out of hand, our first tip is instead of focusing on things, maybe just focus on... Um, the relationship, right? On encouraging, um, or rather developing this relationship with the child where they just know that they are unconditionally loved. Um, you could do that in a number of ways. It could just be, you make it that day that you just tell them how much you love Hello, and welcome to Outnumbered the Podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bonnie. We are experienced moms to a combined total of 19 children. In our weekly episodes, we explore relatable topics using our perspectives of humor and chaos. Tune in for advice and encouragement to gain more joy in your parenting journey. Hey friends, today's episode is sponsored by Let's Make Art, our favorite new website for doing all the artistic things. This is such an amazing website. Bonnie and I have just spent about Hmm. half an hour going through everything they have from their subscription boxes to their tutorials and their shop. Yes, I cannot wait to take a look at some of these tutorials. They include things like art journaling, beautiful, watercolor, lettering, an entire section for kids projects, and then additional special projects like holiday themed art. Okay, so I'm looking at this watercolor subscription box right now. It is so gorgeous. It comes with four watercolor projects, the tutorial videos to go along with them, watercolor paint, paper, outlines, graphite paper, basically everything you need except brushes. And the reason the brushes don't come in it is because everybody needs a brushes just for themselves. Yes, totally. Especially if you have little kids around, they're going to be stealing your supplies. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to drop a link to... Let's make art in our show notes. So be sure to check them out. And we have a discount code for 20% off. So you can get this amazing content for even less. Be sure to check out Let's Make Art today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're talking about something so fun and exciting that everybody loves, and that is a birthday. Do you still love having a birthday, Audrey? Or are you past that now? Uh, I'm too old to love having a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I might not uh, blast from the rooftop just how old I am, but I, I still enjoy having my birthday because I think it's an exceptional excuse to do whatever the heck you want when normally you have to do what all these little people want you to do. So I'm always like planning all kinds of fun things for my birthday because nobody can argue. Hey, should you be doing that? Yes, I should. It's my birthday. I can do whatever I want. So uh, I've weirdly gotten to the age where I try to sneak up on my birthday without saying anything so that my kids yeah, yeah, yeah. forget. And then, you know, my kids are too old to forget. So it never works anymore, but I try. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. So today we're going to talk about specifically tips for kids' birthdays, for key, tips for keeping them manageable um, while still making them special, right? We still want them to have a special day. So I just want to share something that's going on around my house. The bulk of our family's birthdays are in the summer, June and July, um, but we do have a handful here coming up in February and March and April. Um, and the my two-year-old is turning three in April, so his is towards the end of this first first group of birthdays. But somebody brought up to him that his birthday was coming up and that he was going to turn three and he was going to have a party. And now every day, at least four or five times a day, he asks me when we're going to the party. I'm like, oh, son, this is so fun. 
yet. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? Wakes up in the morning. Uh, we going to the party now? You taking me to the party? Like, um, no, not yet. <laughs> Goes to bed. And after my nap, a party? I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe for dinner this week, my husband's out of town. Maybe we'll just say, it's party night. And we'll make a cake or something <laughs> so the kid can stop talking about the darn party. Because by the time mm-hmm. April rolls around, it's going to be two months away. And he's going to be just heartbroken that it's taken so darn long. But it's, it's super cute when they love talking about their parties. <laughs> that is adorable. I remember my daughter last year. She was turning four and she everybody would ask her how old are you going to be on your birthday and she would say I'm going to be six (laughs) (laughs) because her next brother up was six at the time and we were like no actually you're going to be four no I'm going to be six because the next one up is that's right you just skip to what the next sibling is for sure Yeah. yeah That's so cute. Well, and he, I, I have sent a couple of kids to preschool. We homeschool, but a couple of my kids have gone to preschool just for fun. And often because my three or four year olds drive me crazy. So I'm like, don't you want to go to somebody else's house to play for a couple hours? So he's going to be going to the same preschool his older sister is going to, but obviously not until August. And so he's turning three and everyone's telling him that when he turns three, he can go to preschool. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> stop. April to August is a long time. He's going to have a real hard time when it's He's three and he is not yet going to preschool. So let's tone that down a little bit. Talk about it later. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Okay. So who doesn't love birthdays? Let's be honest. Fun to celebrate. Fun to celebrate each other, yourselves. Um, I felt like I got lucky because I was raised in a household where my mom worked really hard to make them special. Sometimes at the expense of her own sanity, which we don't recommend, but she did such a great job of making that just like the day that that child got to shine. And so I try to do similar, although I'm not, not quite as hardcore as she was. Yeah, I didn't grow up with quite as big of an emphasis on birthdays. It was a special day for us and we got gifts, but my mom had four children and um, they decided it was their um, thing that they were going to, each child got one party in their, in their years at home. And so they could invite over all the people they want in one big, one big thing. And the rest of the years, it was just a family celebration. And so I didn't quite grow up with the same emphasis on birthdays, although, you know, having four siblings, there was four times when there was a great big party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, um, yeah, I, m- some of my thoughts are a little bit different on birthdays, especially some of my thoughts are geared more toward large families with birthdays. So large families, it can be daunting. It can grow out of hand if you have um, nine or 10 kids like Bonnie and I, and you are thinking of all these birthdays, especially if a lot of the birthdays fall at the same time of the year, or if they fall um, near a holiday or something like that, it you know financially it can get kind of uh, kind of daunting, kind of expensive. And then another thing you know um, that I think have been thinking about birthdays is you know we did a recent episode on entitlement, and if you give a kid you know just because it's their birthday they get this huge party and they get all these gifts and they get all this you know blah blah blah, it can be the beginning of sowing some seeds of entitlement if it's not managed. So like you know if you give one child say you know something on their birthday, then the next child if they've if there's kind of this. Mm, seeds of entitlement that are being sown. They're like, oh, cool. On my birthday, I'm going to get, you know, whatever too. And that might not be an an age appropriate or a financially appropriate or whatever. So I kind of have a little bit more reserved thoughts on some birthday things, not because it's not a special time, but also it's just the day you were born on. <laughs> right. Right. 
And let's be honest, if anything, the person who should be getting the party is us. Exactly. It's really Audrey and I that should be getting nine yeah. parties a year. Yeah. Uh, all the cake. <laughs> it's probably good that we don't. But um, yeah, you bring up some really, really good points for sure. And in our society, we have grown to just kind of expect to celebrate. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the celebration. What we're, what we're concerned about is, is like you said, the, the entitlement, the, oh, this is your special day just because... We feel like throwing things at you. And what does that really teach, right? It reminds me of, did we talk about this in Entitlement? The scene in Harry Potter, in the Harry Potter books and movie mm-hmm. where um, <laughs> Harry's uh, spoiled and corpulent cousin is having a birthday and he counts his presents and says, 33 presents? I had 34 last year or something along those lines. And his mom says, oh, don't worry, dear. We'll run out and buy you another three or something. You know, we always joke about that. So my kids mm. like to start to get a little bit of that entitlement. I say, Oh, it was it only 33 presents this year. And they're like, Oh, okay, mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful cute. Okay. So if you still want to make your birthday special for your kids, but you don't want things to get out of hand, our first tip is instead of focusing on things, maybe just focus on, um, the relationship, right. On encouraging, um, or rather, developing this relationship with a child where they just know that they are unconditionally loved. Um, you could do that in a number of ways. It could just be, you make it that day that you just tell them how much you love them all day long, you know, to the point where it's like, yeah, I know mom, you know, just so that they, they know once a year for sure, mom is going to tell them everything that's wonderful about them. Right. Um, it, they can have no chores. That's one of the things we do for part for, um, birthdays is my kids don't have chores for that day of the year and they look forward to it all year long. That's for sure. Um, you could have a special dinner and it doesn't have to be out and about, especially if you have a bunch of kids, it gets expensive, but, um, we always ask the birthday child what they would like to have for dinner. And even if it's, you know, boxed macaroni and cheese, we have to comply. So we go (laughs) make them whatever they, I mean, within reason, obviously we're not having steaks for everybody every birthday, but, um, sometimes special time with mom and dad is what the the doctor orders, right? We just say, you know, this child really just needs a little date with mom and dad. So we'll go out to ice cream with this child for their birthday. Um, it really, the sky's the limit. It's just a matter of making it a special day for them. Yes. Those are awesome. Awesome thoughts. And you're an awesome mom. I don't give my kids time off chores for their birthdays. <laughs> I for much and I like, yeah, just cause it's your birthday. Do you think your rabbit doesn't need food and water? Sorry. <laughs> well, that's different. I was going to say <laughs> taking care of animals. <laughs> They don't get a day off from eating, so. Yeah. If you want to eat today, you've got to feed your cow today. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for moms, they, we generally still have to make meals for other people on our birthdays, too. So they're learning. <laughs> no, wait till your kids are teenagers, though. You'll get a day off, too. That's always pretty special. So one thing um, we like to do is do, like you said, the special experience or the special focus. You know, definitely they feel that it's their birthday and it's their special day. Um, one, so we have a couple of things that we like to do. Um, one thing is I like to set up birthdays um, in this way. So usually we just, you know, have just a regular day with a special focus. But then in the evening after supper, then they usually open gifts. So what I like to do is set it up for when the youngest, so when they have their first and second, even sometimes their third birthday, depending on the kids, what we do is we have each person in the family who has a gift for them, they hold the gift. And instead of having a pile of gifts, because it's just kind of about changing the changing the idea about what a birthday is. So what we do is we have each person hold the gift for the one to three-year-old and they go around and the baby, when the baby or the one or two-year-old comes to that person, 
then they get to have special interaction and time with them. Oh, look, I got you this thing. And then they help them unwrap it or they show them how to tear it. And then they, you know, maybe hold them on their lap and they say, this is what I got you and why. And they have a little special, like it's about moments and about the relationship instead of, I mean, you know how kids can get, there's a pile of gifts and they just, you know, start, they tear off the paper and oh, wow. And then they go on to the next one. And there's not even hardly mm-hmm. any thank you or consideration mm-hmm. or interaction. So, right. Uh, um, Several kids ago, we kind of started setting up this thing where we were like, yeah, it's not really about the presence. It's more about the relationship. The relationship, so, yeah. That's one thing. I love like that idea. Yeah. And I think it would also curtail some of that jealousy with the children that aren't quite old enough to fully understand. Maybe if they're only six or seven or eight, to be able to have that interaction with the younger child, they realize, oh, this really is, you know, they're a little bit yeah. uh, able to be a little bit more mature and have a little special thing with them instead of just being jealous about all the cute fun things they got right right exactly and and they didn't really actually buy the gift for the kid but they got to say hey mom I really want to get the baby you know a pair of sunglasses and this is why and then they get to they're so excited holding their gift and waiting for the baby to come to them so they can give it to them that's a great idea we might even um incorporate that when grandma comes over with gifts because usually grandma comes over with a pile of gifts and (laughs) yeah and I hate that the concept of just dumping all this stuff for this child that they didn't earn (laughs) and letting them just dive into it Um, but yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. Okay. So second tip we have for you is to create a family culture that does not revolve around gifts. So this is kind of, um, a unique perspective for those of us living in a traditional, uh, Western culture, because it's just so common, but we could talk about, um, potentially gifting experiences, um, quality time. Um, you could even, even if you chose to have a party with friends over, you could ask the friends to bring special memories that they have of your child. It could even just be in a card form and they get to read their card. Oh, one of my favorite memories is when we went and built a treehouse together or we went sledding together or whatever to, to just kind of think outside of the box of how I can help celebrate this child without making it about stuff that you then get to pick up and put away later on. <laughs> um, for my older children, we've uh, dived into gifting um, gift cards for either food or experiences because I have a 16 year old and a 14 year old boy who like food just as much as stuff. And so (laughs) that's really fun too. Um, so just, you know, take a few minutes maybe with your spouse and brainstorm a few ideas. How can we shift this focus off of things and still be able to celebrate this unique human that we have in our family? Yeah, that, that is really awesome. I think, um, we'll have to link it in the show notes because I didn't pull this one up ahead of time, but I think Miranda of Live Free Creative has a neat podcast episode about gifting experiences instead of physical gifts. Yeah. So one thing that we like to um, think about here is, um, the child's love language. So some kids actually people in the world, their love language is actually gifts. And it's really important to, for them to give and receive gifts. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, it, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. It's totally yeah. yeah. And so if you didn't give that child gifts on their birthday, that would be like an insult, like, you know, saying you didn't love them. <laughs> and so that that caveat here, you know, we've done lots of episodes about getting to know your kids better in their love language and what is meaningful to them. But other kids, you know, gifts don't mean as much as other things. So really maybe focusing on their love language and what how they receive love on that day is an important one. Another thing I talked about was age appropriate, like an age appropriate gift amount. Like, you know, um, my 18 year old getting ready to go to college probably is going to get a laptop. My four year old is not going to get that same amount of money spent (laughs) on them on their, on their birthday. 
And then one thing we do in our family is we do on on or around or after their 18th birthday, um, we take them on a big trip somewhere in the world, anywhere they want to go. And all of our kids know that's coming. And so if they receive a lesser, you know, dollar amount of gifts, they know that they have this future experience that's coming. That's, um, that's a really neat thing to look forward to. So it's not always about the present moment and the present gift or experience that you're getting. Yeah, I love that. I, and, and, you know, your child might not even know what matters most to him, especially if they're a younger child. So you could offer some options. Just say, guys, we're going to do birthdays a little bit differently if you're trying to change things up. Would you prefer a physical gift? Would you prefer a breakfast out with mom and dad? Would you prefer, you know, enlist all these things um, and beware of combining multiple because then it sets up an expectation that you might not be able to fulfill later on in life, right? And I will just say as a person who, I don't know if this is my only love language, but gifts is definitely a big one for me. And I hate to admit that very often because it sounds shallow. It sounds like I just want stuff, but it's not. It's it's so much more about what it means for the relationship. So I, for me, it's not even the thing. It is the fact that this person took time, uh, researched, went hunting, or, or even like, you know, a random package in the mail from a, a friend would like make my month. Because it shows that this person stopped out of their day. They took some time. They thought about me. They created this thing. They went to the post office. Like, that is huge, right? So that's kind of where where that um, love language is coming from, in case you just think your kid is shallow like me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not. And it is so special. Like, we have one, I, I don't know, maybe we'll cut this part out of this episode or something, but we have one um, podcast fan, super fan. And that is so sweet. And sometimes just randomly sends us chocolate or a gift or something, a book. She is the sweetest thing ever, but it's her way. Her love language might be gifts, Bonnie. We mm -hmm. should think about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And side note, if anyone else wants to send us chocolate, just email us. We'll give you our address. <laughs> it's not shallow. It's chocolate, people. It's chocolate. Everybody needs that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a great one. So number three, we're talking about traditions. Kids love traditions. They look forward to them. It's kind of like a, a, a guidepost that they can kind of hinge things on in their in their growing up years. Oh, you remember, you know, whatever thing, tradition. Um, my brother and sister-in-law have this really neat birthday tradition where they take the birthday kid out for breakfast on their birthday. And the kids really look forward to that. It's something they talk about. And then, like you said, you know, be careful of a tradition that you can't or won't want to continue. Um, some one tradition that we have is that we um, tell the kids not not every birthday, but often through their birthday birth dates through the years, we tell them their birth story again and uh, and show and look at photos and videos of that time. And so it's it's kind of neat because um, all of our kids have been at their subsequent siblings' births that there's more people that can add to that story. So like, you know, my little um, ninth child hearing his birth story, he's got 10 people contributing to that story and showing photos and, mm -hmm. you know, looking at the video. And so that's just kind of a neat thing. We, we don't do it every year, but it's kind of a neat thing to, to talk about their birth on their birthday sometimes through the years. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and it's a little chance for mom to celebrate what she did too. Yes. yes. Give me an extra slice of cake, kids, because I was there <laughs> and I did all that work. You're welcome. <laughs> that's great. 
Yeah. And you could still do big traditions. There's nothing wrong with having a, a big giant friend birthday party or taking your ki- the whole family out to dinner, but just beware that kids latch onto traditions really quickly um, and maybe communicate those expectations ahead of time. Hey, isn't this so fun that we all got to go out to dinner and go ice skating, but this probably won't happen every year. Okay. We might do this just for special birthdays. Um, we had kind of gotten in the habit of letting kids invite friends over for parties. I don't do big elaborate parties, but we would let friends come over and just buy pizza and ice cream or something, but it it started taking a toll on me. And so this year we reminded kids, okay, we're just going to do family parties this year, meaning, you know, cupcakes and a couple of presents, like not a big deal. And, uh, it was a little bit of an adjustment and a shift because I had let things kind of get out of control. So just beware. And, And that might not be a concern for you. If you have two children, you might just be willing to do whatever they, they want each year. Um, but mom's, and dad's sanity's matter too. So just be aware of that. <laughs> All right. That leads us to the next tip, which is to communicate those expectations way ahead of time, not the day before, the week before. Because, <laughs> you know, kids are planning parties four <laughs> months ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, you know, at the beginning of the year, at the first of the year, it would be a good time to say, okay, at our birthdays this year, these are kind of the expectations for everybody's birthday this year. Um, of course, unless your kid's birthday is like, you know, the second week in January, you've got to do it before then. <laughs> but definitely, you know, just you're, you're the adult. You get to set the rules. They can do what they want when they have their own families. But um, you've, got, you've got to let them know ahead of time what your expectations are going to be. Right. And don't let societal pressures or like what your kids' friends are doing um, set the expectation for your family. You are entirely in control and it doesn't make you a bad mom to not have a big friend party. Um, If you are looking for ways to ease out of that tradition, let's say you've been doing that every year and you're exhausted and you don't want to do a themed cake again (laughs) for four kids, um, uh, an idea for easing kids out of that is allowing them to have one or two friends to do a special experience with. So it's still kind of what they have been used to having friends over to celebrate a birthday, but it's much lower key. So one thing we did um, last year for my daughter turning 12. So 12 is we've, we've gone to where we um, will allow kids to have a little bit of a bit bigger experience on milestone birthdays, like eight, 12, 16, like these, you know, every four or five years or so. So hers was, um, she really wanted to go to a water park. So we allowed her to invite a couple of friends. They went to the water park, they got to buy ice cream there and they got hamburgers on the way home. And that was it. And it was fantastic. Um, and I think the friends brought a couple of gifts, but make sure that those expectations are set ahead of time. Like you mentioned, Audrey, and also make sure that the expectation for the gifts is also set forth. So for example, if you're going to pay for three friends to go to a water park, you're probably going to spend what you were going to spend on gifts or maybe more. So just kind of, you know, work that out and tell your child, okay, you can choose a gift or you can choose this fun experience. A couple other things that we've done um, with my older kids who aren't necessarily as interested in gifts, but want to do something fun with friends are maybe take a friend to the movies or out to dinner, um, bowling. You could even do just the family and have it be like a big family movie night, you know, put the movie up on the wall on a projector and eat popcorn and, you know, any sort of special experience, especially for the younger ones. It does not have to be much to be a great birthday celebration. Right. And, you know, sometimes birthdays grow out of hand and you can see that it's even too much for the child. They're overwrought, especially the younger ones. They're overwrought Mm -hmm. by the end of the Mm -hmm. day. And you're like, was this really worth it for any of us? Well, probably no. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So you can let, one thought I had here is you can let the, the child's, um, the previous siblings' birthdays through the year build excitement 
for the birthday instead of, you know, kind of focusing on, well, I know we had bigger last year. You can just focus on what they are getting, what they are doing and allow that to build excitement. Focus on, focus on the positive, focus on the experiences, focus on the fun and the special times together. Um, in our family, we basically just use family time, um, birthdays as time for the family to be together or do something together, spend extra time together. And, um, and that's enough for us because, because we love that. And then we allow that to build excitement for the next child's birthday and not, not ever focus on, oh, you know, so-and-so had a bigger birthday or does a better thing. It just is like, it's what you focus on. Yes, totally. That's a great reminder because it's easy for us to say, well, we're not going to do that this year. <laughs> Just yeah. kind of ignore that part and focus on the good. Yes. What you are going to do. Um, and then our fifth tip, uh, we actually could have put this one before the last one, but make sure that you are making a plan with your spouse ahead of time of what is expected. And then you can communicate it to your kids, right? Specifically regarding how much time, money, and energy you're willing to put in. So, um, you know, birthdays are one of those things that that have a lot of traditions revolving around them. And your spouse may have grown up with way different traditions than you. And he or she may expect you to go all out or to do nothing. And, you know, you guys kind of hit heads when things don't pan out. I think I've shared this story before, but birthdays were such a big deal for me growing up that I kind of expected the same to happen when I got married. And my first birthday after we got married, you know, we'd been newlyweds for like two weeks <laughs> and I had a birthday and my husband bought me flowers, which was wonderful. But that was all he did. And I was heartbroken. <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't, there was, there was no surprise party. There were no gifts. There was no, <laughs> like I was 25 years old. I was going to be okay. Yeah. yeah right. 24, I guess. Uh, but it was, it was a real adjustment. Like this isn't a different life that I'm building with my spouse. We get to decide what we want. And I, you know, let him know I need, I need more. <laughs> I'm over that now, but it was just an adjustment for me. So make sure there's great communication there. Um, and again, this may not be a big issue if you just have one child and you want to go crazy. Fine. Although we would encourage you to listen to the entitlement episode as well. Um, but it is a big deal if you have four or more, right? Things get uh, expensive. So we personally um, aim to spend about $100 per child. We'll just be honest about that so you guys kind of have an idea. But that's for everything. That's for not just gifts. It's for like if I decide they really want a fancy cake, maybe I'll go buy it. But that's going to come out of that budget. Um, it's going to be any experience. If we all go out to dinner as a family, there it is. That's it. <laughs> Um, and then we can communicate that, especially with the older kids and let them know. But obviously there are, there are exceptions. I don't always spend that on the four-year-old, but I sometimes spend more, like you said, if it's a child who needs a phone or something that's more of a tool. So that's how we do things. Yeah. Well, we don't really set a dollar amount, um, because we kind of let the needs or the wants of the child kind of dictate it and their age kind of, um, like spending, $100 on a 16-year-old doesn't go very far <laughs> as compared to spending $100 on a two-year-old. Like, if you spend $100 on a two-year-old, you're going to be, like, <laughs> Your house is going to be sorted. overrun by dumb toys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm just, uh, you know, throwing that out there. Like, we just kind of keep the age in mind. One thing I like to do is keep track through the year in a notebook or a memo on my phone of things that the kids need or want or mention that they like or interests they have through the year. So that when it gets to their birthday, you know, week or I'm shopping for them, I'm not like, you know, wandering through the aisles at 
wherever, name it, and looking for things and like, well, I think they'd like this, but I've got, I've got a list and I'm prepared and it's a meaningful thing that they've had an interest in or that they've, mm-hmm. um, you know, needed or wanted. In fact, there's kind of this joke in the family that you're going to get socks for your birthday because you, you know, you probably need socks. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, just, just what do they need and use it as an opportunity to give it to them. One, one thing I would, I will mention here is that, um, if you listen to our alternative holiday traditions, you know, that we don't, um, celebrate Christmas in the way of buying Christmas gifts and in kind of the traditional way. And so we do have a bigger budget to spend on our kids when their birthdays roll around because we haven't spent money on them on, you know, on Christmas gifts. And, um, this may may not be your, um, your mode in your family, but that's what we do. And so we like to make, you know, a little bit of a, something special on their birthday. But again, within, within those confines of what do they need? What are they looking for? What do they want? And, and it's not always a gift thing. It's sometimes all these other things we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Socks are usually given at Christmas time at our house. (laughs) In fact, my mom, (laughs) my mom used to write, um, like give little hints to what the gift was in the giver's name. So it would be like to so-and-so from the undie elf (laughs) and you knew what you were getting in that (laughs) that present. So it wasn't a big surprise and you weren't disappointed. This is not going to be a new iPod. I know what this is. Um, But yeah, totally way to give stuff. One thing we've started doing and I want to do more of with our older children is to give them a budget and allow them to pick it out themselves. I think that's a really fun thing. And when I say older, I mean like older elementary age because they don't have a lot of experience in earning and spending their own money. And so it can be kind of a fun, and then you don't have to guess at what they want. You can just so say, We're, we get to go pick out the toy that you've been looking for or excited about or whatever. And that's just kind of a fun experience. We get to go shopping together. I don't do that for all my kids, but sometimes if we, if we ask them about it, that's something they really look forward to. That is a really awesome, that is a really awesome plan. I like that because my husband has this joke. He always says that at the kernel of every gift is what someone would want, like what they would give themselves. So it's really <laughs> reflect a reflection on the giver, what the gift is. So that, <laughs> that total. And so, you know, you look you on his birthday and you're giving him gifts, you, you like he's kind of half smirking because he he's like, ah, I'm taking notes for your birthday because you gave me this. I know this is what you would really like. <laughs> but yeah. if you just give them a budget and let them shop mm-hmm. themselves, and that kind of takes that <laughs> yeah. out of and, the equation. And as a follow-up, the first birthday that my husband had just a month later from mine after we got married, guess what happened? I threw him a surprise party and he hated it. <laughs> That's not what he wanted. It was what I wanted, but I didn't get it. So I gave it to him, <clears throat> you know, like funny like that. We've learned, we've learned. Yeah. Okay. In closing, we just want to say that birthdays are so fun. It is such an exciting time to celebrate with your kid, to celebrate them turning another year, hold them real tight as they grow up so fast. Um, but just a few ideas and tips for making sure that it doesn't get out of hand and become something that you then dread because it is, you know, so much work and energy and money for mom and dad. Yeah, and we hope some of the things that we shared here have helped you maybe think or be able to make it a special day for your child in a way that is meaningful to them. Because, you know, we on our birthdays as moms, sometimes we, you know, receive things that are like (laughs) very, very clearly not something we would have chosen for ourselves. So like in thinking of how we would like to be treated special 
and it's very tailored to us and our, our likes and things. And so maybe we can get to know our kids a little better and figure out how to make their birthday a, a special thing for them too. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, friends. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to our email and never miss another episode. Show us some love by leaving a review on iTunes or sharing the podcast with a friend. Thanks for all your support. We'll talk to you next week. 